you for listening to Pod on the Dog. I'm your host, Rota Hardcastle, and you can find me at Rota Hardcastle on Instagram to follow all the latest shenanigans in Dogdom. Now, for today's episode, we're talking all about business. And I'm joined by Nicola Kazan. Sorry if I said your name right. Yes, you have. <laughs> Will you tell me a little bit about you first, Nicola? Like, what's your journey? You're a groomer, right? I am. First and foremost, I started off as a groomer. Um, and, yeah, and now I've gone into coaching ambitious female dog lovers. Nice. To create a solid mindset and strategy so they can turn their passion into profit, just like I did. Mm-hmm. That's um, really interesting, yeah. And I suppose that... I know that we touched on it before when we had a little chat. It's weird in this industry. It's like we shouldn't almost be showing how we're making a success of things, isn't it? Yeah. It's so bizarre. Like it's, I find it, it's only a certain amount of industries that are like this. But when I've really dug deep, it's almost as if, okay, so we're dog groomers. So the outside world generally do think that we just play with dogs all day. They actually do. And it's almost like seen as absolute disgust that you can make money from doing what we do. It's like this, it's crazy. It's just, yeah. I think as well, I've always, because obviously you've probably heard it as well, where people drop off a dog and say, how much? Gosh, that's more than my haircut. And I, and I just really want them just to sit and watch, just sit down there and, yeah, you know, yeah. you just watch what I do oh and God. how long, because when people do stay or do any, like, years ago, I used to do sort of uh, training where people could learn just to maintain their own dogs. Yes, I've done and they, the same. Yeah, and they would so come good. in and be like, oh my days, this is much yeah. harder. And you, yeah. they think, I think they have the idea that they're going to go off, get a pair of clippers and just do their own dogs maybe. Yeah. And they still keep coming. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> mental. It's crazy. It's like um, we had a lady and it was really actually, oh, it was amazing because we've done that a few times in our salon. Mm. And this particular lady that came in with a Labradoodle as well, I was like, come on, in you come. And she's like, <laughs> you know, can't wait to learn. I'm thinking, you know, how? I, I said, how long do you think from start? finish Mm. it would take and she's like well I know you take um you know a couple of hours but I don't know an hour two hours I was like right okay sit down buckle up here we go buckle up 100% it was great because she was Mm. a journalist and after uh, like at the end of it she was she was just blown away she was just like I am exhausted I'm mentally drained. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, she was like, I'm looking on your board. You've got like six other dogs in. I was yeah. like, yeah, I know. Yeah. So she went away. And, and won't our backs let us know about that? <laughs> it, it was, honestly, yeah, exactly. Uh, she went away and wrote this amazing article of, you know, yeah. And she said, you, you know, your groomer is worth everything and more. Oh, the blood sweat because it is it's mentally draining as well verity you know the, oh 100% it is they don't understand that they do think that they just stand on our table yeah 
it is mentally draining. I think it's the logistics of what we do, as well as obviously reading the dog all day long. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely exhausting. It really yeah. is. Obviously, we do it because we love it. But I yeah. think that don't you think that's another reason why you'll see so many groomers come and go? Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't realise that it takes so much of you to do this job. One million percent. It, it you you can't just love dogs you do have to be ready and this is what we do say as well when we interview in our in our salon one of the questions are are you are you okay with being peed on are you okay with possibly having to you know clean clean up a dirty bum right yeah yeah and have you know an old 15 year old border terrier panting it's old dog breath in your face Exactly. Like, you know, they're that. proper, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're sharing the same oxygen. I mean, oh. yeah, you have to have a strong stomach, don't you? <laughs> you do. I think you have to be an all rounder when it comes to dog grooming. You have to, okay, first and foremost, love dogs, yeah. but also be willing to really get down and dirty mm-hmm. and work. And we also need to be customer service geniuses. Right. And have an A star in that as well. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I think um, I think as well why my business was so successful is because <clears throat> it wasn't just being in tune with the dogs and being able to read, you know, I think that takes some experience, but also yeah. maybe it is a bit of a, a gift, but being able to read each dog on your table, but every customer too. Yeah. Like I would get some guys in and I would know immediately that I could have a bit of a laugh with them. Exactly. And I would alter my customer service technique to be able to have a bit of banter, which I do mm-hmm. like with the, you know, with this person. Or if it's, you know, a younger client who's sassy, I'd be able to alter again yep. my customer service and what, how I dealt with them, how I spoke to them and everything. And, and even just the explanations, how I would explain something to some people, especially yeah. like let's talk about clip-offs just really quickly, like how I would deal with that with one person as regards to another because it's Absolutely. not necessarily what you say, it's how you say it, isn't it? Oh, and not oh making them God, feel too bad, so but also getting across the importance. That's just such an important thing the about language. what we do. Mm. The language is so important. Now, <laughs> let's talk about social media, obviously. Yeah. A social media business account, takes up a lot of time doesn't it I know with my socials if I haven't posted anything for a day or two I start to feel like antsy like the anxiety comes in content content come on (laughs) why do you oh my god what how do you find it yeah so I am obsessed with social media I love it I love Instagram is my one of my faves um (laughs) I just I think it's great for us creatives as well so yeah I I love Instagram and the way I look at Instagram and what I tell my clients is think of it as your virtual shop front you know your your main grid is your shop front so that is where you know, I like to see, if you look at my Instagram, I like it to be kind of all quite, all the posts kind of the same kind of colours and all quite regimented and easy yeah, on the uniformity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, 
So, yeah, I do. And I know uh, definitely with my clients, one of the main things is, oh, my goodness, it takes so much time. And do I need it? Yeah. And I, I honestly feel like, again, I think I've said this earlier, but in this day and age, we definitely do. We need social media. When I first started, I won't even tell you how much I paid for my website because you're faint. It okay, was a lot me. of money. Don't. I won't. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's bad. And then it was when I kind of reached out for help and they were like, why did you spend that much on your website? I was like, oh, I don't know. I just, I just did it. I just thought that's what you do. Yeah. And, um, I've got, I think I've, what have I, oh, Wix, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. That is honestly, I mean, that's free. You know, you mm-hmm. can delve in and out You yourself. can, yeah, you can pay like subscriptions for, well, obviously the yeah. domain. And um, if you want to do e-commerce or add-on, it's so easy. Absolutely. Like I, try, I tried a they few different go. ones. Because uh, I needed a new website, but then I was like, how much business do I get from my website right. nowadays? Exactly. And so I didn't want to go down the four figures. How much business do you get from your website? Rarely. Yeah. You get an email. Now yeah. and again. Exactly. But not, so, but not, yeah, not much anymore. I don't think people do that anymore, do they? No. And I feel like, you know, definitely it is important to have a website. And I'm not saying, yeah, don't like just do a a shoddy website but you can get something like Wix and make it super user-friendly so really easy. pretty really yeah. eye-catching and it won't cost you barely anything and like you said you can add on the e-commerce you can add on whatever you kind of want now but that's where we're at you know so it's well I'm great. an imbecile and I managed to build a website <laughs> yeah, on Wix I love that <laughs> I am <laughs> So, there you go. <laughs> there you go, everyone. She's not an imbecile, but it is. It's so good and easy for anyone. So anyone out there, like if if you're struggling, you worry, then definitely, you know, these it, it is so user friendly nowadays. But then having the Instagram, if I said to you, Verity, how how many how much business do you get through Facebook, Instagram, compared? Yeah to your website well you see I don't know because I I think I genuinely think that 90% of my clientele has been word of mouth interesting yeah and I think also maybe when you would go to my page you wouldn't necessarily see me as an advertising groomer maybe looking for clients because I was going to ask you like how much do you think you know, all that effort on your business socials, yeah. do you think that that equals the rewards? You know, the amount of time, is yeah. it time well spent? Yes. Yeah, so it's how you position yourself. So say, for instance, you say a dog groomer, okay? And what is your aim here, okay? As a dog groomer, my aim is to get more clients and to get my name out there and right. to position my business as an established dog groomers, well-known dog groomers. So if that is your aim, the way you would position yourself is on your Instagram, you would be, you know, showing photos of your grooms. You'd be going behind the scenes with in your groom shop, you know. You want to be educating people, letting people see what you do. So I don't know if you know this, but a good Instagram 60% of it is made up of educating people 
Okay, yeah. So the rest are, you know, like inspirational posts, um, behind the scenes. You've got uh, maybe, you know, what you're offering. Then that's all kind of supporting the main part, which is educational. So people want to see value. Yeah. That's, you know, that is essentially whatever you're doing in whatever line or field you're in. So going back to your dog groomer, you know, you've just started out. I would get your Instagram going. I would save the grid posts for, you know, that nice kind of pretty picture and a picture that you, you know, you really like and keep the grid post as like, I said, your shop front, really, really lovely. And then almost using the stories as like a behind the scenes. Like a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Because personality. Clients want to be able, you know, we don't let clients stay in, do we? We don't let them sit in and watch us groom. So to have that, they get to have a look in and insight into your day. I think as well, when I get a follow from a you know, obviously clearly a pet business. Yeah. When I look through the socials, obviously I see lots of photos of beautiful dogs, but then no person. And I always think to myself, oh, if I was yeah. looking for a dog groomer, I want to see the person who's going to be grooming my dog because I'm a real faces person. Like I will be, I will get a measure of your face, you know, yeah. all these little snippets of videos of you. And I know a lot of people really do not like being on camera yeah or doing photos but I really I think it's so important you'll have these like faceless businesses yeah I'm so glad you brought this up because I don't know about you but it does get a bit boring sometimes as well you know when you're going through these Instagrams and please don't take any offense but you know why what positions you differently to that dog groomer down the road you know you're okay your lovely pictures of all your dogs lovely lovely but that's that's all it is is just yeah you know what are you bringing me like you said I want to see you I'm leaving my dog with you I want to see how you are what you're like what your disposition's like you know I I just want to see also when you're dropping the dog off and you go into reception it's like the familiar familiarity you know I can't say that (laughs) that recognition there we go (laughs) love that quickly change that word yeah yeah (laughs) so it is the space it's having that recognition of like oh yeah I know them you know you feel like you already have that connection because you've watched them and yeah, even though they I, may, you know, as a groomer, we may ne- never seen you. Like, I've had people stop me in the street. <laughs> I bet you have. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, and they're really familiar. You're the girl and, from Steph's Pack Lunch. Yeah, yeah. You're the dog lady. It's normally yeah, the that's it, the dog lady. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, going back to Instagram, that is like use this this is a free tool and we could be this industry verity it's phenomenal like it's incredible you know as well as me dogs are just so popular and they're just getting even more popular and we can we can do so much with this in our industry and as a dog grooming business we could be plastering ourselves all over our instagram you know showing 
exactly what we do, like the good points and the bad points. Do you know, one of my most, um, I would say, yeah, most popular posts on my dog grooming Instagram was when I, it was really funny because my, I had a photographer come and take photos and I was really unhappy with this groom. Yeah. But this blessed little schnauzer, she hated grooming. So I was like, okay, like, um, don't take a picture of that one. And then the photographer was like, why? It's really cute. I was like, no, no, like, she hates grooming. So, you know, I just do as best Great as job. I Yeah. You know, just to suit her. The, the owner is absolutely, you know, on my side. She understands how much yeah. she hates it. And she's like, oh, I, I think that would be a really, really good idea for a post. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, true. So in actual fact, we are so quick to think that everybody oh, yeah. wants to see the most yeah. perfect grooms all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I did this post and I said, you know, this is not the best groom far from it I'm not proud of this work Mm -hmm. however we've moved mountains with this dog (laughs) you know and kind of let people in on what it's like going back to the socials I think it's about maybe the groomer that's not you know not as experienced maybe as some of the others with the picture perfect dogs they still got added value they still got value to add online so whether they just need to find their niche don't they they need to find what their thing is exactly that it is all about finding your niche so there's might be handling or you know reading behavior or something it could be anything couldn't it absolutely and um it is it 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 has to be we are you know it's a pretty saturated industry but it is finding all about finding your niche and once you've got that and you found that and it is something that you love doing you, there will be no stopping in you. Mm-hmm. Absol- I spoke to a lady yesterday and um, she's she's in a bit of a, a rut in that she wants to scale her business. She's got a massive wait list and she's, oh, she's honestly doing amazing. And her USP is particularly holistic grooming. And I know this can be seen as quite a large you know, Mm. uh, what is, you know, really holistic grooming, but she will only do about three to four dogs a day. Mm -hmm. She charges well for those three to four dogs a day, but it's all about, you know, this calm, like super calm environment. She's positioned herself very different to say other groomers around her. And that is her USP. And on her Instagram, it's amazing because she is, that's what she's giving out she's kind of standing and positioning herself separately yeah so she t- for her to do a post of her basically bopping around to some radio one track would be totally out of character for her right. page it's not zen no <laughs> she is more we want to hear <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly but yeah so and again going I know I deviated a bit but going back to your your question of you know, time and, and is it worth the time? Mm. I think when you know what you want to get out of it, you know, when you know what, what is it that you're trying to do? If you're trying to grow your business, you need to sit down first and work out what your end goal is here and then execute it on Instagram. 
And by making that time, you will reap those benefits, I promise. Um, I always batch content. That is a really good idea. Yeah, and it's plan it, plan it. On a, yeah, people use like diaries and calendars and everything to plan their content, don't they? And that way they yeah, can put in like, all you know, that. Women's Day, anything like this. You can plan it in your diary. So do you set a day aside or an afternoon aside just to do? Yeah, I set like two days aside I'll do a month's content wow and reels as well I'm like changing oh my goodness that's so good it's so much better doing it like that because Mm. your vibe you're on this like high vibe like I sit down and I kind of research you're in the zone you're in the zone there's no stopping in me you're like media Nicola. Yeah, I love it. I love, my husband like comes in. He's like, oh, I'm like, shh, doing it real. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I need to, I need to find the time to plan the time to do that. <laughs> Lesson, Verity, what I tell all my clients, okay, <laughs> is do you want to be somewhere else in six months time? Or do you want to be here in the same place, pondering about the time still? Mm-hmm. It's it's really, you've just got to action it, grab it by the horns, grab the ball by the horns and go for it. Yeah. What do you say, like, do you ever lose your mojo? The day, it's really funny, the days that I do lose my mojo, and my coach tells me this all the time, she's like, don't do it, go back to bed. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so true. Never, ever, and this is to all creatives, never push yourself because you're going to give out the wrong vibe. You're going to give out the wrong, you know, message because your heart's not into it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I think with pretty much most groomers, creative types I've spoken to, we seem to ride these waves, don't we? Yeah. Of being on it. Super excited. And then... (sighs) Because it's because you haven't, you know, you're trying to keep up with something. You know, can you imagine? Like, I could not imagine every day posting and thinking about it every day as well. Mm. And, like, something else I've noticed in the grooming industry is, again, we post these lovely pretty dogs pictures on our grid and then the caption is just like, oh, okay, like, what are you? Oh, it's just a dog with, like, you know, nothing. Yeah. Kind of I, always, so, I always end up writing quite a long essay about maybe a subject. Yeah. So, I don't know, whatever, it might be something. Obviously, always to do with dogs generally or yeah. me. And I don't even mean, though, you know, you, you don't even need to write an essay. But have you ever heard of, about calls to actions? Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I've heard of the term, but come on, explain it to me. CTAs. Okay, so calls to actions. Oh my gosh, it even has an abbreviation. (laughs) (laughs) Calls to actions are, so basically you can have, so you, you, you know, put up a post, this pretty dog picture, by all means. And then your calls to actions are things like groomed beautiful Molly today, discover more in my bio, that's mm-hmm. your call to action. Save this post for later if you want to have yeah, this. because saving apparently is the way forward, right? Right. So, yeah. you know, I've just done this gorgeous 
chubby legs on a labradoodle save this post for later to give you some inspiration that's a call to action comment below check out the story you know yeah or it's like trying to get people involved isn't it say you know I don't know an example of this puppy needs a name yeah you know if you've got any inspiration exactly exactly and you don't need to you know I don't post every day on my on my dog grooming salon page not at all but we are really really present on the story side of things Mm. because we do a lot of our dog grooms pictures through the stories stories doesn't matter you know you don't need to make it look beautiful and pretty but it just gives an insight snapshot of that moment yeah it's the raw the raw you the raw of the company what would you say were your most important tips for using social media I suppose to generate a business profile yes so if you were asking me as a dog grooming business my tips would be and you're all gonna go oh (laughs) be consistent (laughs) so if you're gonna post every day post every day don't stop okay yeah don't start posting every day and then just stop so be consistent so posting every day or every three days if that's what you do absolutely even if you want to post once a week just be consistent in doing that Mm-hmm. And then keeping your stories going as well is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to someone the other day, um, another coach, and she posts four times a day. Yeah, like I've heard that if you really want to grow your platform, yeah. you need to post yeah. and you need to consistently, like almost set a timer for every two hours yeah. to make sure that your stories has got a new post on it. <gasps> it's Gosh, mental. She she does that four times a day. She adds value by mm. education as well. It's a full time job, but you know she has grown um, considerably. To um, somebody <clears throat> on this podcast actually, and he said to me, he decided one year he just decided I'm going to spend this whole year focusing on my Instagram socials. Yeah, amazing. I'd love to. And obviously his has grown so much. Um, He just made it his driving force every single day. was Mm. That was his focus for that whole year. It's incredible. It's like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, what if Instagram goes down and, you know, all of this. For my business, I've based it a lot on Instagram. But I, you know, you get, you have emails as well. You have contacts emails and things like that so it's it is it's it is pretty amazing I like it's opened Instagram for me has opened so many doors yeah like my poodle modeled for Stella McCartney for goodness sake that's amazing because of Instagram (laughs) that's so cool it's crazy but yes so be consistent batch content I would add the calls to action. Mm. And let me tell you as well, when I started and I started to do this, I was literally like, I wanted to throw my phone. Because you're grooming and you're coming home and you're like, the last thing I want to do, I could barely talk, let alone Mm. going through my Instagram. However, I was making money. So I outsourced Mm. and I got somebody to do my Instagram. And it was (gasps) 
amazing. Really? Mm. I kind of had to send her the photos. Mm. And then I kind of said, you know, like strong points that I, I needed her to kind of yeah, get across. Get across. Yeah. Um, and then she would do it. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I could not put it better myself. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. It was really lovely. Like now, um, because I'm not grooming, I have the time and I thoroughly enjoy it. Like, you, you know, I've just told you. Um, but I would not blink of doing that again. I think it's incredible. Um, and I don't understand why people don't do it more. Yeah, I think um, maybe it's just the Yorkshire lass in me. And I think that why would I pay someone when I can do it myself? No! Because <laughs> hold on, Verity. That's why I'm so tired. I can do it all myself. Exactly. And you know what? It gets, uh, you know, you're doing that and it gets 10 o'clock at night and you've only just put the phone down. You know, it's 100%. not as easy. Yeah, yeah. As We're all going to burn out, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like, ask yourself this, do you want to constantly, you know, do you, your time, time is just as precious. I, this is where I am and why I am where I am because mm-hmm. I chose, I feel like my time, I want to be time rich yeah, as well as rich. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed to say any of that, no. to be honest. Good for you. I think it's very British of us trying to swallow that down, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? You speak to somebody in America, for instance, and they yeah. would, everybody would say that with no qualms whatsoever. It's so true. It's like, I watched a documentary once and it was this guy who was an entrepreneur from England mm. and he said he drove his first, he bought his first Ferrari and he drove it down the road and he said the amount of like, I won't say the naughty word, but signs he got. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he said, you know, all I was doing was driving a Ferrari down a road, like, and people were kind of giving him signs and just like, ugh. And then this guy went to America to start a new life. And he said, I drove, you know, another really nice car down the road. And people were like, yeah. Shaking his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we so, (laughs) it's mad, isn't it? It's true. Oh my God, it's crazy that's all about mindset though isn't it are yeah, you the sort 100%. of person that's going to look at that ferrari driver and feel nothing but negativity or are you yeah. gonna look at that ferrari driver as aspirational incredible exactly. feeling you know happy for him yeah and it really could it could be any any of us it's just this and you know like you said mindset is a whole you know, it's a huge thing. And I see it's so much in our industry that Mm. people's mindsets are so low and we are so quick to feel unworthy. Mm. And again, just quickly um, about pricing in our industry as well. You know, Mm. we're, we're so quick to say, up your prices, up your prices. But if your mindset is not there and you freak out and you get anxiety and you feel, oh my God, I can't talk to this client about upping prices. They're going to think I'm greedy. They're going to hate me. Oh my God. And then we kind of bridge this. We like fill in the gaps and the blanks to what these clients are thinking. My clients can't pay that. We live in a low income area. You know, all of this stuff, you've just put all that into their heads. And when people actually go and up their prices, they come back and they're like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like they didn't say anything. And if you do get someone, it's literally one or two, and it's just explaining, you know, why to them. I don't think I've ever lost a client, ever, from doing a price increase. There we go. Sometimes. People love their dogs so much if they have that trust in you. Exactly. Five pounds, you know, increase. Yeah. It, it's We've never had an issue. And if we have... As if, if someone's not come back, it's okay because we've upped our prices <laughs> and we get that other dream client, you know. Yeah. There's a client for everyone, right? Definitely. Now, just finish on the one last question and we'll do a part two. But what do you think Ooh. is the question that you are asked the most for people seeking business advice? So the question I'm asked or questions I'm asked most, I would say, are about social media, Instagram, predominantly um and about how to scale their business so this is obviously what I'm and what my course is all about is how to scale your business and how to you know cut out all those mistakes and get from A to B without you know doing this kind of nine years of taking you to get there my course being six months long is basically me holding your hand getting from A to B easily and to do that people the the people that I'm speaking to and the questions they're asking is how do I do it Nikki you know how do I I want to do it I've got a wait list I I definitely want to grow but how Mm -hmm. and you know we're I, I posted something today actually saying exactly this we are first and foremost dog groomers. That's our art. Then we're meant to just jump into business and be like Alan just Sugar. Just to say the same thing. I was like, don't you think that all of a sudden we've got to become our own accountants? Yeah. You know, deal with all these customers, the administration. Ooh, and it's a lack of confidence, isn't it? And you don't have to be, you know. I used to think, oh, my God, I can't run my own business because I don't know all of these things. If you've got what it, you know, if, if you are a dog groomer and you're great at what you do, you can 100% run your own business. You can, and, you know, you can outsource and the bits that you can't outsource, you can learn. But what I'm saying is, instead of taking years to try and learn this, yeah, this is why I felt this is like, this course is like my baby. Yeah. And I literally hold your hand the whole way through. I've done it all. I've done a van. I've rented a table. I've had... Yeah. A salon, I've got a salon, staff. It's literally like, oh my, and it was only when my friend said to me, you just love it. You love talking about, you know, all these ups and downs. Like, oh my God, Nick, you could, you could so do this. You could a hundred percent help someone out there that's twiddling their thumbs thinking, should I, or should I not? really need to take on a bath or something, but I don't even know about how you go about employing somebody, managing payroll. Yeah. You know, all that. Yeah. And I didn't like, I, I wish I, you know, I've been there. I've kind of done it all on my own and I nearly, I nearly threw in the towel. Mm-hmm. I really did. I had enough because I thought I can't, I didn't do it for this. I didn't do it for the burnout. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it to not see my family. I just, I was crying every day. It was difficult. It was tough. So that's when I kind of, reached out started to you know get some learning and extra help and Mm. really finalizing what I wanted to do 
And yeah, so I've been there. You know, I go into talking about passive income in my course. Do you always want to swap time for money? Mm. Like why? Why do you always want to give up your time for money when you could be earning money with other, you know, down other avenues without giving your time? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, when you could be, you know, venturing into maybe other things that you could do from dog grooming to then earning you extra income. Yeah, like my day is consisting of I get up, take my son to school, go for a dog walk, um, do some bookings, which is like an hour and a bit, do some coaching, another couple of hours. If that, I'd say three times a week. Do a bit of social media planning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I get too carried away on that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, my my job's so varied. I do feel like I'm chasing my tail um, a lot of the time. So I'm definitely going to try, try and implement the planning of the social media. That's definitely going to be my takeaway. Can I te- can I give you a little um, yeah. snippet, a little um, yeah. nugget of info go about on. reels? Yeah, yeah. And you might know this already. Oh, go on. Yeah. Okay, so on your reels, when you get the audio, there's like a little music note. Okay, yeah. So when it's a trending audio, Mm. there's no music note, but there's an arrow in the corner instead. Oh, okay. So So they're the ones you want to be going for because people start... Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you take an audio that's trending, it automatically pushes. And Instagram... They're loving reels because it's their newest thing. Mm. So they're pushing that always. Interesting. Okay, so we need to be looking out for trending tracks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I think, yeah, it's just like you're saying, it's just about finding the time. I would say the most asked questions is Instagram, how to scale the business. Mm. Um, and also things like, am I, am I okay to get somebody else in? And I'm too scared. What if, what if, you know, I get staff member in and they're not, you know, they don't gel with me and all the, the anxieties of agreement. <laughs> oh my God. Aren't we an anxious bunch? We are a really anxious bunch, but don't you think that's because we're big emotional feelers? Like, yeah. We spend yeah, all our day care. tuning into emotion. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I speak about myself as well. I, I had the imposter syndrome. That's obviously a whole nother thing. We can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, we touched on it before. We, take, we just take everything on, as well as, you know, the business and everything like that. And I feel like... to my clients we do I say to them we need to sit down and if you can outsource and you do you think oh my god I've given up like hold on a second the other day I saw someone in a group say about a cleaner oh you don't need a cleaner just get the groomers to do it you know why waste your technically skilled uh, staff members doing the cleaning when you could just pay £30 a week to have a deep clean definitely get them to clean their work stations yeah stations yeah. down yeah. every day but yeah. to do a deep clean once a week what's 30 pounds how can you lighten your load delegation is the key it is
Well, I absolutely love this record and we'll do a part two because obviously there's so many topics we haven't discussed. We were going to talk about mindset, obviously business mindset, really important. Yeah. Uh, We were going to talk about pricing and how to make money from our industry. So we'll cover this in part two. If you give Nicola a follow, your Instagram handle is at Nicola Kazan. I'm going to spell it for you. N-I-C-O-L-A. K-A-Z-A-N and then an underscore at the end so don't forget the underscore and uh, you do loads of motivational business and social content on there don't you and obviously your course as well so yeah this is my baby so the signature the signature of the course is basically made up of 10 modules Mm -hmm. so covering mindset pricing structure you know, um, reaching out to brands as well, working and collaborations and earning money from collaborations and how to. Oh my God, there's just so much. I love it. I, I've literally just, yeah, it is my baby. So I basically work with you over six months, do like a Zoom call once a week and through a software, I'm contactable as well. So I help you through basically how to get from A to B. So how to scale your dog grooming business. Thank Perfect. you. It's been so lovely. It's been so lovely chatting you. to you as well. It's a it's a, just a see you later, not a bye. See you later. I like that. <laughs> see you later. See you at part two. See you at part two. Bye, Nicola. Bye. Thank you.